Well, happy Tuesday, July 7th, everyone, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, in today's reading, we continue on with the Old Testament reading from o the prophet Hosea from yesterday, and all of that poetic style that he uses as he talks about what's going on at that time period, as well as using quite interesting symbolism and imagery. And then we have the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew's continuing story of what Jesus was met by as he lived his mission and ministry out. I'd like to start out with a question, though. When we look at others, what do we see? When we look at others, what do we see? Now, if we're just looking at a stationary object, it's pretty obvious. It's a stationary object. Now, we might have different nuances about it. Maybe it's color or texture or something like that. But, you know, when we're looking at people, it's kind of different. And when we're looking at the activities people do, it's kind of different. You know, when we look at people, we look at their activities, you know, often what we see is kind of what we want to see. Because I personally believe that it's a real art, truly a real art, to be a genuine, objective person. And coming from our faith perspective, something like that can only happen, really only happen and only come close if we truly uh, try to achieve it by having a relationship with our Lord Jesus. You know, in today's gospel, certain religious leaders who just do not like Jesus... They just don't like him. Despite all of the good that he's done, you know, it, they just take all that good he's done, the good things, the healings, the messages, whatever it might be, they just take all the good things he's done and they just twist it and distort it, you know, to the point of essentially what they end up saying, literally saying is that Jesus is only able to do things through the power of evil. You know, that's why he's doing this. He's not doing it through the power of God, through the power of love. He's doing it through the power of evil. Jealousy, fear, selfishness, pride, arrogance. The list just goes on and on for their motives. And I expect, suspect that these leaders were also equal opportunity uh, twisters and uh, distort, distorters. You know, and they essentially, I would think, try to keep other people off balance as well. And I think Jesus recognizes this. So maybe it's not just him, but everybody else too. Although clearly they just picked on him incredibly because they just didn't like him. But he recognizes this. And there's a line in this passage that we're all familiar with. It's a beautiful passage that we're all familiar with about the sheep with no shepherd. There's a line in this passage and it says, at the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them. Now, another uh, word that could be used for pity, translated from the Greek word here, is compassion. Compassion. And so, Jesus was moved with compassion for them. Because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. You know, the first time I looked at this passage, I thought about all these sheep, you know, just wandering around aimlessly, you know, this clueless, basically, lacking direction as to where they're going, and they don't even realize that they're clueless and lacking direction, you know. But the line 
that Jesus uses here, they were troubled, kind of makes me want to think about it a little bit more. Um, you know, it's kind of almost kind of a, a troubling line in and of itself. You know, being troubled is not a clueless reaction to what's going on. If somebody is troubled about something, they're not aimless. They're not clueless. They're being engaged in it or they wouldn't be troubled by it. Looking deeper into the Greek word here that's translated as troubled, we see that that word can also be translated as wearied or harassed. You know, that puts a little bit of a different spin to the passage. It makes us look at it maybe just a little different, a little different angle here. You know, maybe these people that apparently are made out to be clueless or aimless really aren't. Maybe they're people who really have a sense of what's going on. They're good people, but they're just looking. They're just looking for solid direction, and they end up getting labeled just like Jesus gets labeled. And then the phrase, they were troubled, is followed by and abandoned. Like the leaders just walked away and just left them there, you know? They abandoned them, walk away, and never look back. But again, looking a little bit deeper, you know, at the Greek word that we translate as abandoned here, we can see that that word can also be translated as thrown out or cast down. You know, the people to these Pharisees were only as good as they suited their needs. Only as good as if they were useful to them. If they're not useful to them, eh, get rid of them. You know, unfortunately, there's nothing new here, really. And in the first reading today from Hosea, well, Hosea points out how the leaders of his time also distorted and twisted things to achieve their own ends. And in this case, it was even using worship places, spaces, just like our church here, and practices, you know, that they used and they kind of convoluted them in all kinds of twisted and distorted ways. You know, and, and they did this to the point of having good people start to do the unthinkable. You know what some people won't do for control. Perhaps as a reflection for today, think of a time that you found yourself having compassion for a person or a group of people who have been the target of injustice. But don't just stop thinking as you ponder the usual suspects, the homeless, the impoverished, the deprived. Certainly, these are people we are supposed to focus on. I mean, we know that quite clearly from Jesus. Um, and keep that up. But today, try to go a little deeper, a little deeper into Jesus's heart, Jesus's compassion, indeed, Jesus's desire to find laborers um, to send out for not only part of the harvest, but for all of the harvest. Have a great day, everyone.